Welcome to another episode of the Harvest Profit Podcast. Nick Horeb, the founder of Harvest Profit, coming to you today. And today I'm going to discuss why July 1st should be a national holiday for finance and numbers nerds like myself. So July 1st is the date that ex-Major League Baseball player Bobby Bonilla receives payment from a contract deferral that he did back in 2000. And so, you know, stepping back, many of you know, have heard of Bernie Madoff and his $65 billion Ponzi scheme that he was running for years and years. And the, the really the trail of financial wrath that that uh, led to for thousands of investors. So how does this Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme relate to Bobby Bonilla? Good question. And what the heck does this have to do with farming, farm finances, and farm management? Great question. Let's get to both of those. So in the year 2000, Bobby Bonilla deferred $5. million remaining on his contract. And the terms of that deferral were that he was going to receive nothing until 2011. And then from 2011 to 2035, 25 years, on July 1st, he receives an annual payment from the Mets ownership group of $1.19 million. So if you want to dust off your Excel skills, if you put you know, in two columns, if you put years, go from 2000 to the year 2035. In the next column, if you put uh, in 2000, uh, a negative $5.9 million investment, and then in t- from 2011 to 2035, $1.19 million of positive cash flow, and then use the IRR formula, you'll be able to find out that that investment, that salary deferral from Bobby Bonilla, generated an 8% annualized rate of return for him. And so you might be asking, why did the, you know, why did the Wilpon family, which was the which is the majority owner of the New York Mets, why would they agree to such a, such a deal? Well, based on the knowledge that they had at the time, it was actually a pretty shrewd move on their part. Depending on what sources you look at, the Madoff Ponzi scheme was generating you know, somewhere between 10 and 15% annualized rates of return with very low volatility. If you wanna really take a, a dive deeper, you can look at the sharp ratio uh, Madoff's scheme had a very high sharp ratio. Sharp ratio is a quantitative measure of an investment's attractiveness. You know, well, a higher sharp ratio equals, you know, what most people would believe is a better investment, and it's the the combination of measuring historical returns and historical volatility. So high returns, low volatility, low correlation to other investments. So Madoff's scheme was a, a very high sharp ratio. And so if you look at the fact that you could take a $5.9 million and you pay Bonilla a 8% annualized rate of return, but you might have achieved on paper a 14% annual return from Madoff's scheme, you'd be making a 6% spread, uh, similar to how a bank operates. So really, Mr. Bonilla was essentially a bank to the Wilpon family, at least in their mind. And so if you, if you look at the, 
the rule of 60, the rule of 72. If you take 72 divided by the, the interest rate, you can calculate how many years it takes to double your money. So at a 6% interest rate, you could double your money in 12 years. And so given that this cash flow, was, the investment return was spread out over uh, from 20, uh, 2011 to 2035, you can look at the fact that they were more than double their money uh, using the salary deferral mechanism that is sometimes used in professional sports. So a fairly shrewd move on the face of it by the Wilpon family. But, you know, as we know, the Madoff Investment Fund, which was originally supposed to be around option trading and different option trading, uh, certain selling premium on options, it was a fiction. It was a fictionary investment return that he was just, you know, fabricating results, taking new investment to pay out old investors, quote unquote, that's where you get the Ponzi scheme. You may be asking, what the heck does this have to do with farming? Good question. There's a surprising amount of counterparty risk involved in the average cash flow cycle of a farm. You have specialty grain contracts, you have traditional grain contracts where the farmer is essentially uh, you know, entering into a contract with counterparty risk that they're gonna get paid. You have deferred contracts where you're deferring revenue, you have prepaid expenses. Really, there is counterparty risk hiding around the corner in nearly all aspects of a farmer's cash flow. Before you, if you're a farmer, extend credit to a third party, you should really understand the financial health of that third party. Uh, one thing that we've seen lately is a number of new entrants into the, the world of grain marketing that is offering grain contracts, specialty contracts. Uh, they're oftentimes you know, called OTC contracts, over the counter. You're not doing business with um, an exchange like you would with a futures hedge, but you're doing business with an individual third party. You know, if you are approached to participate in an over-the-counter contract, I think it's very relevant to see the financial statements. I would ask to see the financial statements of that counterparty just to ensure that you are covered and protected because if you don't meet your obligations you can be sure that they are going to come after you so I think as any business you want to make sure that you are understanding and respecting the counterparty risk there's been plenty of nightmares in the grain industry where deferred revenue um, DP grain you know ends up getting um, you know lost due to a grain elevator or a grain buyer becoming insolvent. So do your due diligence there. Prepaid expenses, you know, there's been plenty of plenty of stories of, you know, buying some grain bins or grain dryers or, you know, some fertilizer and then that entity becomes insolvent and the farmer essentially has to, to write off that prepaid expense. And in today's environment where working capital for the average operation I know average is a paints a really broad brush but working capital has eroded the last five to six years seven years in farm country and really can't afford to take any 100% write-offs anymore uh, you could never afford it but now it's as important as ever um, to ensure that you're doing business with the right counterparties so that's the first lesson 
in our national numbers nerd holiday, thanks to Bobby Bonilla, his agent, and the Wilpon family. Lesson number two is the time value of money. That, you know, when you just look at $5.9 million and the fact that he's going to receive $1.19 million over 25 years, roughly about $30 million, and an 8% interest rate. You know, if you look at an 8% rate of return, you know, that doesn't necessarily jump off the table as something that's, you know, mind mind blowing or mind boggling. But the compounding power of that 8% return is very evident in this series of cash flows. He's essentially, he was essentially investing $5.9 million in the year 2000 and then receiving this cash flow stream of $1.19 million from 2011 to 2035. Once again, that is a heck of a good return and a very realistic ROI. And so, you know, whether you're looking at investments, on-farm investments, return on equity, you know, if you can enter into situation, if, if you can play the long game, uh, whether it's, you know, installing drain tile on your farm, if you look at a, you know, an average drain tile investment of, you know, let's just say $800 an acre and you're getting an 8% rate of return and you need an 8% re- rate of return, that would be $64 an acre. And that's very achievable, you know, seven bushels of beans, fifth, you know, tw- roughly, you know, 18 to 20 bushels of corn at today's economics. The power of that over time, if you can, you know, if you can keep investing in assets that return 8%, you know, you can grow your net worth. Um, you can 8% divided by the rule of 72, roughly, well, it's not every nine years. So if you are in a farming career for, let's say 45 years, um, nine times five, 45. So you would double your net worth five times. So if you, if you're, you know, if you have a five, if, if you have a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar net worth, and you double it five times, you go to five hundred, a million, two million, four million, eight million. So just understand and respect the value that the time value of money has. If you can, if you can focus on you know shortening the cash flow cycle of your farm, paying less interest, and then turning that interest savings into something like irrigation or drain tile or something that has a high ROI sprayer, um, that can really be a powerful tailwind to growing the net worth of your farm. And so with that, I just wanted to share why I think July 1st, at least until 2035, should be a national holiday for numbers nerds, finance nerds like myself, uh, thanks to Bobby Benia and his agent for giving us a little bit of a lesson in why we need to respect counterparty risk and just how valuable compounding interest is. So with that, that's another episode of the Harvest Profit Podcast. Talk to you soon. Thank you.